This podcast uses explicit language and touches on subjects that might not be suitable for all listeners. Content warning is in the description. We're back. We're back. It's been a while since I've been with been with Frank. It's it's been a long time since I've been with you, my my darling. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Frank, you're moving, you're moving quick with me. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy, we have a doozy today, truly. Um, I think now's as good of a time as any to just get into it. Huh? Sure, yeah, I'm, just I'm jump, excited. Jump straight into it. No fun facts. The only one who's done a fun fact was. Oh, was we not. haven't even introduced ourselves. Oh yeah, we. Ha- I, I don't think we introduced ourselves in the other ones. Oh, okay then. <laughs> you'll just know when you know. Yeah, I mean, we can. We we can let them know. Uh. Nah, no. let's let's go figure it out. If, if you're listening, <laughs> you'll, you'll if, piece it together. I'm if sure. you're listening to this and you don't know who's talking right now, what are you doing? You're so smart. You can do it. <laughs> you you got this. We believe in you. All right. Well, jumping straight into it. Love it. Kind of doing Frank's backstory. Uh, Frank's backstory. Uh, we open a mid therapy session with Frank, uh, meeting with this is half work. Uh, therapist uh he's a, he's a pretty decent one hired by on your father's um medical plan he's kind of a uh an intellectual type he's got like the glasses resting on the the edge of his nose oh nice back, sweater vest the full nine yards he says well frank i uh i have to tell you when we talk about the idea of like suppressed emotions towards certain issues i just discovered this new technology called a a view map which will allow us to visit visit some memories that might be that might be a little hard for you to access uh define visit uh it'll kind of take a we'll kind of walk through it together how far in the backstory is this is this is this current this, this Frank's, scene. Frank's backstory is probably a little closer to the events of the campaign. Okay, so is this is this scene current? Like the, the stuff we're talking about right now, is it current? This I is imagine. probably like a, f- a couple weeks before the campaign begins. The memories are going to be like way in the past. Okay, so this is like front story and then backstory. Yes, yes, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we're getting, we're covering all the sides. We're getting people. all of it, all of it, full scoop on Frank. Uh, this will allow us; we can learn more about her. Yeah. Okay. He takes this like wreath-like, um, like device, puts it on your head. It kind of like presses into your forehead and the sides of your head, uh, kind of tight. Um, and he flips it on. You notice these lights blinking above you, and then there's a li- just a little, little shock, like a static shock. Nothing that hurts. Um, he can take it. He ain't no punk. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of just around your head, and you kind of slowly fade out of out of consciousness. And it opens with this this new scene. You kind of revisit. It's prompted with your grade school era you're um you're young probably somewhere between like maybe late middle school early high school you go to a you go to roxborough central magnet school it's 
Um, it's a public school, uh, which is probably not your father's favorite thing. You know, he's a, kind of a richer guy, uh, but it's it, my favorite though. Yeah. And it caters to you a little better. It's, it's a little more, um, invested in engineering and mathematical stuff that, that Frank's into. Um, but Frank is, he hasn't been getting along with other students. A lot of students have figured out that he is wealthier and that can come with a little, um, tension, you know, uh, not to not that Frank flaunts his wealth, I imagine, right? No, he's, he's not that no. type. Uh, I would say it's definitely like a, um, it's an unjust bully. It's just an excuse. Oh, okay. To to bully. Um, and as you're leaving class, uh, you're just you walk out of the the building. You know, you're walking to the nearest bus stop, and as you are, Jadar Holmes stands in your way. With a couple of his lackeys. I can already guess who Jadar Holmes is just based on that. But I'd like to know a bit more information before I react. Jadar Holmes is kind of the kind of the stock bully type. He's okay. a, he he kind of he's not like the jock archetype. He's kind of a cool kid. Like um, like the just like a little more sophisticated. You know, like people respect him because he's smarter. Not necessarily because he has a brute strength. Okay. But he is strong. So he is like blocking the way? With his lackeys. He's kind of standing in between you and the bus stop. Facing? Facing, Facing 100%. Okay. Uh, Can I help you? Yeah, you can. Okay. So uh, where where the fuck do you think you're going? Home? Where do you think you're going? I'm standing right here. Cool. And then he tries to walk around them. Um, he is actually gonna. He tries to trip you. Okay. Do I have to roll in to not trip? Yeah. Like make like a, a dexterity check or something. You can use your stats for that if you want. Okay. Does thirteen succeed? No, he got a seventeen. So he <laughs> he trips Frank. Frank falls flat into the pavement. You know, his hands catching him right before his face fully hits the ground. Um, he's like, yeah, I don't think so, buddy. And um. Just let's roll like a, a minor initiative. So it's just gonna be like him. Oh, the cord caught that. It was um fourteen though. Okay, so you're you are you do get to go first. Um, it's just gonna be between you and him. He got a twelve, so you can you can like get up, try, you know, try swing at him or try and try and run away run away if you want. Yeah, I think I think that's. That's probably what he would do in that situation. He tried to leave because to to enact violence in return would just kind of like dignify his position. Right. It wouldn't really. Yeah, it wouldn't really fix anything for, for Frank. Um, yeah. So you get up when you try and run away. He is going to try and grab you. So that's just going to be a, an athletics check against either decks uh, against you or strength. Your choice. Strength. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Eleven. You beat him. Um, you kind of get up. I'll say like he grabs you and you're able to like push him off of you. Dude, you're crazy. What's wrong with you? Um, and he's like, fucking get him, guys. And then they start chasing you. So you're you're running and dodging through through the city streets, running um, you know, through the sidewalks. You know, you're you run past crosswalks where it's not, you know, no pedestrians crossing, dodging past cars, and they jump over the cars. 
you know, you're bolting, you, you jump over a few like trash bags that have just been laying on the street, filthy and cluttered. And at one point you come to kind of to a stop where all you can do is go down an alleyway or you can stand in a fight. How, um, how's that alleyway looking? Is there like a way out the other side there or is, is it just, um, it seems like it curves around the other side. So it's like just a boom, boom. Like there's just a, a right angle turn. Um, but it's not, it's pretty lit up. It, you're not, you don't see anyone except like, I'll say there's like, um, a, a homeless person just kind of doing his own thing. He kind of, he's kind of like, like curled under a, under like a, a big jacket. You, you wouldn't suspect him to be much of a threat. Right. But he, he would worry that like, if he came barreling through there, right. they could disturb him and like, sure, these guys aren't cool. He doesn't, he doesn't think. So he turns around and he, he puts his hands out. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you doing this? Because fuck you. But why? A kid of a, your father's a fucking corpo rat. Yeah, did you guys like pick out your dads from like the dad store? <laughs> Whatever, dude. And he's gonna try and clock you. Okay. Um, that is a 19. Okay, that I'm not even gonna like do anything about. Like, yeah, you, so he boom right in the jaw. Um, the other two come up and they start pounding on you and I get, I'll, I'll actually roll for the other two as well. Uh, 13 and one is kind of not doing anything. He, he's just watching. Okay. Well, uh, he didn't start it. So now he can fight. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's going to like rear, rear back and like try to like cave this guy's face in. Okay. Does 22 hit? Yeah, that's going to do it. You, uh, are you going after Jadar himself? The guy who just punched me. So the first guy? Yeah. Yeah, so you, you're you fighting off this other guy and then you just throw this roundhouse right into his right into his jaw. Kind of the same medicine he gave you, you know? You just punch him, he stumbles back, and you notice as he stumbles back, two hands appear on him, and one just like, they, they like shoves him to the ground. And then um, the guy, the other guy who was fighting you was like, what, what the fuck? And then boom, right in the throat. Someone punches him, and you see standing before you this 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 um, girl around your age. She has big wire glasses and this long curly brown hair that's put up into like a, a high ponytail. She's wearing just like a big sweater. She she definitely is, looks kind of uh, geekish to use um, those same uh, high school stereotype yeah, tropes. Yeah. Um, not to Frank, though. Not to Frank. And uh, they're like, what the fuck? What's your deal? And the other one's just like, <coughs> you know, because he was punched in the throat. And Jadar's like, no, no, this this is fucked. Let's, you win this time, Frank. We'll be back. Yeah, uh, probably don't be. This this girl, she, she kind of grabs you by, like, your arm where you were, like, tensing up, ready for punching. And she's like, are you okay? Oh, uh, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that they were, they were chasing you since you left school and I, I was trying to come, come help you. We were outnumbered. I didn't want you to. Well, I, uh, I, I really appreciate the help. I, I probably needed that. <laughs> well, um, okay. Um, I'm, 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 uh, I, I'm Frank. Frank, I'm Samantha. Nice to meet you. My uncle is a doctor, and I think he's at home visiting my parents right now. If you want to come with me, uh, he's 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 contemplative because he doesn't want to be the trouble. But his his jaw is 
killing him. Right. He, he is bleeding. It yeah. won't be anything. It won't be anything. Okay. Okay. Um, and she leads you back to her home and you notice your vision kind of, um, the whole scene kind of fizzles and he goes white, an empty whiteness. And you see your therapist sitting in his chair still exactly as he is in the real world. Um, he says, so that's, that's how you and Samantha met. She saved you from, uh, some bullies. Wow. What a nice young lady. <laughs> uh, what, what was the relationship outside of school? Like, uh, did it, did you have anything beyond? Frank has this like calm face on, but his eyes are like pinpoints. If it's, if it's easier, we can jump to another memory. I, um, I think I remember what it was like. Uh, we were, we were best friends. Yeah, uh, we we can we can move on. Uh, with that, it transitions to your young college days. Um, you and Samantha have been friends ever since that moment. You would do everything together. Um, just two two uh, young kids getting into scrapes. You know, she was always a little more bombastic than Frank. She would always be jumping to do the the crazy stuff first. She was very passionate, very driven. Um, and Frank kind of, in a way, he played a role of like reeling her in. You know, it was like, I see your craziness. Let me offer you a little a little rationality. And also a little bit of mine. <laughs> and a little bit of mine. Yeah, you kind of had your own flavor you would throw in there. Uh, and you would, you went to college together. You both discovered you have a passion. I mean, you both went to the same magnet school. You had a passion for engineering. Um, and in this particular memory, you are studying outside of metropolitan tech, um, just kind of the local like tech oriented community college in Roxboro. Um, you're in a nearby park that's filled with these beautiful synth trees. They're not real. There's a large alumni function happening in school and it's just kind of, you don't want to be on campus for that because it's like, not my scene. It's annoying. Some other alumni have snuck off to the park as well. Um, you're kind of in this more secluded area. There's this, uh, there's like a young blonde man and this like dark haired, olive skinned woman. They're like sharing a cigarette together. Um, and in this, in this particular scene, you have a bunch of notes. You're laying on like a picnic blanket. You don't have any food though. You're not having a picnic. You have all these notes. I imagine of like car engines that you're designing and like, mm -hmm. um, and Samantha's like, this is, this stuff is insane. Like what we could come up with here, this could revolutionize the world. Yeah. I, I mean, it could, it could change it for sure. I mean, look around all these, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, they're beautiful. Knock on, knock on fake wood, but like, <laughs> you know, you <laughs> right. know, yeah. <laughs> like we could, we could reintroduce like a, a population of like actual trees and, it, well, and and they'd survive. They would. Yes. It's, it's, it, it would, it would bring a little beauty to this city. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And you know, I, I, and she pulls out some notes and she's like, I came up with this last night. I was just pouring over it and it's this new fuel. Oh, I, I don't have a name for it, but it's like, it's, it's more eco-friendly because it's like, 
not, it's like it is gas, like normal gasoline, but it's like it it has chemical components that even I don't fully understand yet that are like able to make engines power for like triple the length of time at minimum. Whoa. And I, all I have for it, I'm just calling it dream because it's like this, this is something you'd only come up with in a dream, right? So that's like, you know, it's not a great name, but I no, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Can, can I can I have a look? Yeah. And she like shows them to you and it's it is like a little out of your depth. Wow. Like, it's like, this is some advanced stuff she was been getting into. He's, he's used to that with her. Yeah. Wow. I just, it would, I think that it would be so like, not, it, it would, it would just blow this whole, this whole eco crisis out of the water. It would, it would make this, this world more, it, it would just, do you see what I'm saying? Like, look at it. You're blowing my mind over here, Samantha. And I I had this this idea with your engines and this fuel. I think it would make sense to make a company. Yeah. That does this. Yeah. And I, I, I had it if you like it, I have a name. Okay. I I first of all, I love it. Instantly agreeing to like pretty much anything you plan to do, and you know this. Uh let's 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 hear the name. I'm 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 pumped. I'm so pumped. I'm calling it Green Dreams Automotive. That is beautiful, right? That is so. Yes, yes. I've been. I I mean. I feel that. I feel that too. You know. I I, I um. Whenever I'm I'm like I I've been I've been working on some fuel stuff of my own. It's not really like super developed yet, but I've been trying to figure out a way to like transform the the chemical components of like um you know plant life to to function as as fuel and i'm not entirely sure how that's gonna work yet no i think that i think that would work with dream because like i want something that's like we need something combustion like with the combustion engine yes 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 and that's the element of like the gasoline and dream but like if we just had like maybe like a like a photosynthesis or something like that like an energy, oh, an energy transfer of some it sort. It absorbs the light. It's it's chlorophyll, chlorophyll-based engines. Hmm. So like, you don't even all you instead of like filling up on gas, you like plant plants in your engine. I could create like a like slots in the engine that like generate UV light to to grow the to to. Power the, the chlorophyll. This is a great idea. Yes, but then we put the chlorophyll in the fuel. Yes. So the UV lights hits the it hits the the plant cells, producing chlorophyll, and then the chlorophyll powers the engine through yes. that energy transfer. Yes. 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 This is insane. We have to we have to tell somebody about this. Oh my gosh, we have to tell somebody about this. And I, I mean, I. I got, I got, I got so much writing to do. Um, I don't even know where we go from here. Um, I have to roll for guts, I think. Okay. Roll for guts. What would that be? Wisdom? Wisdom check? Uh, just, just a, just a straight straight roll. Sure. If I roll, uh, over, if I roll 11 or over, he's got guts. (laughs) Nine. Probably like the library. Okay. All right. Let's let's go to the library. And she like scoops up all of her notes. 
Uh, it just like kind of loosely stuffs him in her backpack. You need like a, a case or something? No, no, no. I know where I know where I know how to organize like this. Okay. He grabs his own his own stuff and he has a he has a briefcase because his dad's a businessman. <laughs> that was probably like his his eight his moving out or like 18th birthday gift was just a, a nice briefcase. He feels like he has to use it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in, on the handle it's engraved with his uh FOB. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> just his, his initials. That's good. Yeah, and you guys head off to the library, um, spend kind of the rest of the rest of the day studying and through Frank's like modern like his because he's kind of reliving the memories I'm sure this brings back like a lot of that like fun like what you loved about Samantha and when you were together the excitement she would bring to your life all of all of the feelings that he had about starting that company all the feelings of hope that he had for the world um all of the you know pathetically obvious feelings for Samantha. He is just like sitting there in this like technological wreath laying back with his eyes shut and he he's just like that was my world. And uh so your your relationship with Samantha did it, ex- it extended just beyond this shared vision you had. You were you were friends but was it more than friends or was it well um I, I, I wanted that. And I think she knew that, but we, we didn't explicitly like talk about it. There was, there was a, uh, I, I, I'm so bad at talking about this stuff. Right. I understand. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not, I'm not usually the, the, the romantic type. You know what I mean? It's just, it was difficult to, to pursue that for you. But I, um, I really cared about her. That was uh, before that dinner party, huh? Yeah, I, I honestly, I forgot that I brought that up. I, 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 I'm, it's so, like, buried. I can barely remember like the conversation that took place that night. I just, I start thinking about it, and I get so angry. It's like white hot, and I just can't. I can't. Then we'll just, uh, we'll just revisit. How about that? Revisit. So I can get, like, like, like now. Then as you're kind of hesitant about it, the memory starts to shift. Oh, hey. Uh, no. <laughs> and then, okay. and you are in, you are uh, going to your family. They're hosting a dinner party with some of the wildfire executives. And you and Samantha are late. Um, you lost track of time working on Green Dreams Automotive. I'm sure you've probably like talked to like potential investors and stuff like that. Um, but like not really any investors who would probably like commit a whole lot to it. Like you can't really find someone who's like super committal to this. Super be- into it. Because- yeah. Cause we're just, we're just kids. Exactly. Exactly. You're really young. You're, you have the passion behind it, but it's like, do you have the mind behind it? And they don't, they don't entirely know for certain. So they're like, they're like walking, they're like on their way in. Yeah. I can't um, believe we're actually going to this thing. I, I think it would be good to like talk to your dad in a in a location where a lot of people are around that way you can avoid like anything bad happening yeah i mean i i see i see that i just i feel like a like a like a pig in this in this suit it's so tight you know look at me and she's wearing like this really nice dress um i'll say it's actually kind of like a, a like a 
um, an off whitish kind of color. Um, okay. And she's like, this was my mom's. Like, I don't even, I don't even own a dress. I, I, you, you look, you look good. This doesn't even, this doesn't even fit me. Like, look at the, look at the wrists. He like waves his hands around and they like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I think it's more practical that you do that in case it's like oh, hot it, inside, you know, you can yeah, like, oh, I, okay. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, th- that was my thoughts too as you started to say that i wasn't thinking anything anymore fantastical <laughs> um, i don't want to you know fly out of there and never talk to these people <laughs> right yeah of course right yeah let's <laughs> oh my um, god you're great dude and she i guess um at this point once again it's you're in your college day so you don't live here anymore she knocks on the door um and someone uh lets you in and you can kind of just move about the party. Do you schmooze a little or do you just kind of like head straight for like the, the punch tit line or the punch bowl? I mean, um, so he, he goes in there and he's like, you know, straightening his straightening his tie and looking around. Mm-hmm. Mostly what he's doing is he's looking at like what all activities are taking place at this party. Cause like, obviously there's snacking, there's like dining, there's conversations happening. Is there like, what kind of, what kind of party is this exactly? It's kind of a formal dinner party. Um, there's really not much else happening beyond, beyond that, beyond that. Yeah. Okay. So what he's going to do then is he's going to sort of like glance around for like the most like high profile of people not to approach immediately, but because he's looking for the most like high profile people, not because he wants to approach them now, but because the ultimate goal is to really give the really give the Green Dreams pitch. Yeah, I would say it, it, it's not difficult to find. There's a lot of high profile people here, a lot of people who look like they have some money, you know, older people dressed really nicely who a lot of you see like people come up to. But to, to try and find someone truly stands out roll a i'll say perception check uh 12 12 um you don't see necessarily anyone who would like make a make a big like like oh this person he's kind of overwhelmed you don't see your mark cuban in here you know you don't see your shark tank okay okay he's 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 just like it's mostly that he's just kind of overwhelmed like he's sweaty he doesn't like wearing this many layers He's just like, okay. He goes over to like the, um, he goes over to the, <laughs> to like the punch table and, um, he gets himself, he gets himself a, a drink to hopefully cool down a bit because he's already starting to sweat. Yeah. It, I'd say Samantha's been following you this whole time. Just kind of like, uh, she's a bit overwhelmed as well. But as you're like taking a drink, you like, you pour it quickly and you take a drink right there. You pour a little more just to, you mm-hmm. know. Um, as you're doing that, you feel like a, a hard, kind of like someone putting their hand on you really hard from behind. He, he jumps and a little bit of the punch gets on his hand and he like, he feels compelled to like lean down there and get it, you know, but he like wipes it off with his hand instead. Uh, and it's your dad. Oh, uh, dad. Hey, I didn't, I didn't see you come in. Yeah. Yeah. We just got here. Oh, uh. You and Samantha both, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I was just uh, I was just talking to my 
to my friend here. Um, this this is Mr. Dorian Zeliot, and this guy, Mr. Zeliot, Frank uh, reaches out his hand to give him a, a good handshake. He grabs your hand with these like intensely big cybernetic arms. Like they're not like disproportionate because he's kind of a bigger, stockier guy, but it kind of like the whole hand wraps around yours pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And this man, he he's he's got these like circular glasses um kind of like dr like dr robotnik dr eggman-esque oh like the, the like the john lennon yeah and but they don't have like the, but they're like goggles. The stems back or no nose bridge they kind of oh they're just like, circles there yeah that's they, so cool they kind of rest on his eyes and he's got like a receding hairline um bigger broad shoulders and a, a floral shirt not like a hawaiian floral like a like a tasteful floral shirt Okay. I mean, Hawaiian shirts are, are tasteful, but I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say fancier, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, Frank is intimidated, obviously, but uh, I, I will say that one one aspect of professional life that I think Frank would have down at this point, and mm-hmm. that he would notice if he can feel in his cybernetic arms, is that Frank has a has a decent handshake. Yeah. Um, you see, he kind of... He kinda, uh, he gives like a nice, like knowing smile with that firm handshake. He's like, I, I understand. I, I get you. He says, uh, I was just, uh, talking to your father and he said, you are developing, uh, equal eco-friendly engines and fuel sources. Oh yes, actually. Uh, me and me and, uh, my, my colleague, Samantha here, Samantha, and he takes his hand, shakes her hand. Um, and it, you know, uh, we we started we started working on it together. Um, how many years ago before this party would you say? Like two, maybe two at most. Two at most. Um, we started working on this together about a year ago, and it just took off. the The technology is is really exciting to us. Right. So, I guess I don't know how far into this. If you, if you're a year into it, I guess I have to ask um, a fuel that gives better mileage. Uh, with an engine that creates better mileage that does make people less dependent on your fuel rather than the contemporary models that exist on the market. I think one could argue it would make them more dependent on my fuel, wouldn't it? Well, you end up having a situation in which that they can drive for, you know, five times the length that they normally can and rather they don't need to fuel up at your station for what I assume is the same price of fuel unless you adjust the price of course there would be an adjustment for sure uh, because it is you know objectively better fuel um, but I feel like at the at the current at the current uh, prices for things because I don't have to if, if this is local at first say I open you know gas stations across the state that's not stuff that I have to pay for the transport of, especially when I've got fuel that can take me five times the length. I guess it makes sense. So that that's an interesting proposition. What about the idea of selling it to a corporation to use in their own private industries rather than letting the consumers keep using the current fuel so corporations can spend less money and they pay even top dollar, but the consumers at large necessarily don't have to. Hmm. Well, I, I think on a commercial level, uh, this fuel definitely has its applications. I mean, we think about how many ti- how many like, trucks we have that have to transport our goods around. And I 
what, why I'm so passionate about this is not only is it more efficient, it's also better for the environment. So we would be able to expand our, our like agriculture and have more capital. What I better for the environment that that's it, I guess that's that's nice and all, but really it's it comes down to the, the financial aspect, right? It, you know, we, we have agriculture, we have the farms underneath the city and that that is more than enough. We we well sure, but you know what's what's the point in in having trees if you can just create a tree out of simple holographic projections and and uh, plastic? Well, call me old fashioned or maybe ancient fashioned, but uh, I, I I've I've been out before uh, out out to the country. I um you know I I I, I make my own vehicles too. I'm, I'm I might even be interested in producing my own line. I feel like people could be really interested in that market, but uh real trees are real trees are nice. They've got this they've got this like smell. They produce oxygen and I've seen I've seen a real tree before. I guess what what I'm what I'm asking is who cares about the environment when we can create our own. Us, I guess. I think that a lot of people could. I think that could generate quite the business. You think so? Yeah, I do. In uh, right when it kind of gets tense in that moment, um, Deslor once again puts his hand on you, uh, his on, on your shoulder and on your arm, and tries to like pull you away. Well, it was uh, it was lovely talking to you. Uh, I I. Uh, Look forward to speaking again. And then he, he goes with his dad to see what his dad's trying to communicate to him. Uh, Deslor, he pulls you aside and he's like, okay, first you show up late and next you're getting into an argument with one of the biggest investors. I was just answering questions, dad. Well, I don't need you talking about whatever pipe dream you have. Um, because right now he asked I'm, me about it. I'm trying to secure one of the biggest business deals that would propel our family forward by miles. He asked me about it. Well, do you if he asks you about it, I just just don't talk about it. You brought that hippie girl you met in college. You, you're you're talking about your eco-friendly vehicles and, and fuel. And it's a really smart idea. He's one of the top investors in wildfire. He's trying to pick your brain so we can figure out a weakness. Okay, where is it? I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't really listening. You don't know, and you're like one of the smartest dudes. All I'm saying is, with him, you don't just 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 chill out. Is what I'm saying. Okay, he's. I think you might need to chill out because he just asked me questions and I just gave him answers. I feel like that's professional. It would have been weird if I was like, I actually don't want to talk about it to you. Well, no, don't you think that'd be strange? I think all you just have to you just have to say, yeah, I'm developing better fuel, and then just leave it at that. Change the conversation. Oh, yeah. I, I I guess I'm just so excited about it, you know. This this could this could hamper us. Like I said, one of the biggest investors in wildfire. He has investments in oil companies and Maldrum. This man is wealthy and powerful, and we could secure a deal with wildfire that would set us forward for generations. Yeah, and don't you feel like if we want to conduct business, we should, you know, be direct how are we going to get what we want out of a deal unless we 
communicate. I'm just failing to see the point in that conversation where I screwed up, you know? I'm just saying chill out for a second. Uh, that's fine by me. I'll gladly chill out. Um, thank you for introducing me. And he kind of just like turns away to just look for anything else to do other than talk to you. Frank does the same thing. He goes over to Samantha and he's like, I want to go home. Well, you turn around and this whole time Samantha had actually been talking to Dorian. Oh. And you see at one point, kind of as you turn around, like the moment you turn around, she's walking towards the door. Frank follows her. He's excited to bounce, honestly. Yeah, she's she's standing by the, uh, she's standing on the sidewalk, and you see a taxi pull up. Uh, uh, S- Samantha, where are you going? Frank, I, and she just kind of pauses. You what? I can tell that there is something going on that I'm not welcome here. Uh, don't say that. If you're not welcome, I, I, I'm not welcome. You, I can't be here. I can't. That's fine. We, we can go. I can't be with you. What? Why not? Clearly, you are involved in something that's, you're, I can't associate with your, with your, your family, with you, with, with anyone Samantha no look look at me I I don't belong in there I don't belong with with them I belong out here I I I I want these these dreams of ours I I I want to make something great I know I know it's 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 we had a great time together both of us don't don't talk like that but I cannot continue down this path. What path would you rather go down? I think your path is Green Dreams Automotive. What's what? Um, what about what about you? I need to um, figure that out. I don't want to lose you, Samantha. I think you have to. Why? And she opens uh, the door, like kind of opens on its own. I, on the I, I, I made you something. Made me something? Yeah. Um, you remember uh, when we were 14 and we went to my house and I had all those vintage cartoons and you thought they were the funniest thing in the world? Yeah, I, I remember those. I, um, I, 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 I made you this. And he takes out uh, his, his signature briefcase. He says, look what it does. It's like that cartoon I showed you. And he flips open the little lock on it, and it unfolds mechanically, like clicking into place. I'm gonna do the noise with my mouth, and it's a motorcycle. That's that is. I made it for you, Samantha. I can't accept it. It's it's yours, Frank. And she puts her both her hands on your shoulders. She says, "Don't come looking for me." Can you, can you call? Can you at least like shoot me a shoot me a text now and then? Let me know how how it's going with whatever walk you're doing. She doesn't say anything. She just takes her hands off your shoulder and gets in the taxi. Okay. 
wait, wait, wait. He tries to to fold the the bicycle back up mm-hmm. so he can so he can try to like follow after, but it it takes him a second. To, yeah, uh, and the it, I would say you're probably not able to time it. Yeah, you just stand there watching as Samantha drives away for whatever reason. He just falls to his knees. He doesn't go back inside. Your vision once again fades out entirely back to the, the therapist's office. And the therapist says, and that was the last time for uh, you ever saw Samantha? <sighs> I guess so. Sometimes it's like I, I try to look back. I try to remember a face and it's just a stranger looking back at me in the eyes. Especially just now. I, she never looked at me like that before. Yeah. And uh, I have to ask, did you have you ever apologized to your dad for the events at the party? Well, no. But I, I, I just failed to see exactly what, A, what specifically I did wrong, and B, what he expected. You know, I was... I was like 19. I'm sure it, it seems like he felt slighted. Um, it'd probably be good for you to apologize to him, you know, for, for to show that you've grown into the role he expects you to be in. Maybe. Um, and the session ends with you going home, back to the Green Dreams Automotive Shop. Back to the back to the wash. Back to the wash. Frank stumbles inside, drunk as as drunk could possibly be, and he stands there in the doorway, the moon lit behind him into the darkness of his office. Samantha, baby, I'm home. He stumbles into the into the room, and he picks up his briefcase, which has already been adorned with. Like the clumsy illustration of a woman's face on it. He lays down on the tile. He hugs it close. And he's like, why'd you have to go, baby? And then a few moments of silence and sobbing pass. And he says, good night, Samantha. Good night, sewer man under my house. And good night, Samantha. And then he goes to sleep. We'd like to take a moment to give a thanks to Mogrip for creating the Technomancer's textbook and Carl Casey at White Bat Audio and our supporters. Without any of you, this wouldn't be possible. So if you like what we do and you want to see more, rate and review us on iTunes or check out and maybe follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok at Wizards in Pants. See you next Monday, Gene Heads. <laughs>